You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. (laughs) Hope y'all enjoy. We've discussed the risks of sleep deprivation and even some tools to help you sleep better. But what if you're getting your rest and you're still tired? This week, we explore the seven types of rest that you need to get in your life. Hey, Carly. Hello. Hello, hello. <laughs> How are you hello. doing today? <laughs> Sound like Siri. Um, <laughs> I'm cool. I am, you know, catching my rest today and just been trying to veg out and not do much of anything, honestly. Uh, so this is the only thing that broke my stride, but we here. <laughs> we here. Look, and it'll be a quick one, so <laughs> all the better. Yeah, it's, um, you know, we've been talking about how this year thus far has been, um, you know, pretty good and productive, yet having some peace and rest as well. Um, but sometimes, I don't know, I mean, you probably identify since you came up with this episode, but sometimes it feels like even though you're technically rested, it's still like, there's something you need to catch up on. Um, and for me, that's what I'm always like, man, I feel like I need to go on a trip or I need to do something. Um, but it just feels like you need, there's still something you need to like get your battery all the way charged up outside of just more sleep. Um, how do you feel about that? Man, no, that's, I'm shaking my head like a Bible head because yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think there are so many things that, like, man, I be mad sometimes when I know I get eight to nine hours of sleep and I wake up and I'm mm-hmm. still tired. I'm like, dog, something got to give. Um, and so that's actually like really why I want to talk about it today because I'm like, I know there's like physical rest, like sleeping and making sure mm-hmm. we do that. But like, what happens whenever you do, you know, consistently get your good sleep, um, like the amount and all that, and you're still kind of tired, you still kind of feel exhausted. Like, what do you do? Outside of Mm -hmm. having a medical condition, like, what are the things that we can do in in our control, whenever you're still tired after, you know, getting enough sleep? Yeah, and I wonder what that even means, like, scientifically as well, because, you know, to, like, physically be tired, um, it means, like, your body still has, like, processes to catch up on that it gets while you're in the process of being asleep. But then with other types of, you know, feeling tired, is that technically still tired? Or is that just the fact that there's all these different things going on in your body that need to be rejuvenated at some point? Um, Maybe just like help you feel your best. Cause even, I don't know if it's even tired as much as sometimes it's just like, it feels draggy. Um, So I I just kind of point that out because I'm like, I don't really know the technical like terms of like, how does it really all work together? But I just know when it feels like kind of blah or kind of dragging, um, I feel like being tired, I'm putting that in air quotes, like automatically is just like how you kind of describe that. Yeah, and I, I would too, When I mean, I'm not an expert with no MD or whatever, mm-hmm. PhD, but um, when I was researching, they do call it fatigue, like any type oh, okay. of like tired or exhaustion is like fatigue, and they also do say exhaustion, like emotional exhaustion, mm-hmm. and it's like, mm-hmm. I guess that is a scientific term for, you know, all of these different things we can be feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, you know, like when you think about how times you may be like overthinking something or like you know, you might be in another zone or another mood, but like it makes you feel tired, just thinking too hard. Um, So definitely all of these things are connected. It's not just about, um, you know, the fact that, man, maybe I'm getting enough hours at night, but I might be depleting in other ways or something like maybe faster or in a different way throughout the day um, to where I just need even more rest where it's like, it doesn't seem like I should need more, but you know, here you are. So let's get into it. 
you said there's seven types of rest. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I guess we should start with physical sense. Um, that's when you're just like chronically tired, um, sleepy all the time, like sleepy, sleepy, like your eyes are closing. Um, have you ever had like one of those sleep headaches where it's like you're trying to stay up and you kind of get like a dull headache and I get kind of dizzy? Um, you have some other signs down here that look like they're real serious. Muscle weakness, slow reflexes <laughs> for sure. Um, impaired decision-making, yes. I think the worst time to drive is when you're tired versus if on any types of drugs. Um, and then moodiness, yeah. Everybody, we, I definitely have stories of like, my mom used to work their shift as a child um, when I was a child. And I just remember like during the daytime, like, damn, I'm like, why does she, mom always have an attitude? But now it's like, <laughs> that's the only time she, she had to sleep. Right. We was making noise and stuff all in the house. Um, but yeah, I definitely understand that. Like you're really irritable when you're tired. Um, and I think when you're, when you're physically fatigued, everything just feels like you're moving kind of slow too. Um, and you're just not like at a hundred percent capacity for sure. Yeah, like real sluggish. Um, I am, I think my worst, like I know people talk about getting hangry, but when mm-hmm. I'm tired, I am so snappy. I'm like, damn, calm down. Like in my head, like <laughs> I notice I'll snap on somebody and be like, bro, <laughs> ew. So when I'm tired, I'm not, not a good person. At least you have the energy um, to snap. I just be chilling. <laughs> I just get so quiet when I'm tired. <laughs> I can't deal with people. Um, so what can we do then if we're feeling physically tired is, is just the, uh, the number one kind of solution for that is just getting more actual rest or, or what else is there? Well, so there are two types of things you can do to help with your physical, like get more physical rest. And so the passive one are the things we all know mm-hmm. of, of like sleeping and napping, which are lovely. Please get as many naps as you can. Try to sleep as much as you can. Um, but then there's also active physical rest, which I think is really important too, especially, you know, if you on your getting your body right and tight mm-hmm. and feeling good in yourself, you have to make sure that you're taking rest days. So like low impact, steady state cardio, walking, stretching, doing yoga, Um, Breathing exercises is another type of active physical rest, doing progressive muscle relaxation. So maybe like going to get a massage or going to get, you know, muscle work done, Mm -hmm. stretching, hot baths and showers. I mean, there's so many things we can do that rest us physically without just physically like falling asleep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I notice when I get back into the habit of working out, I get so much more like sleepy just with working out but I guess obviously that makes sense it's like my body's like okay you've been extending yourself and now you need to just like relax but like you get the best sleep when you have um regular workouts so I love that feeling except that I'm just like man I'm, I'm just so tired <laughs> but at least it, it exactly. at least that makes me feel like okay I'm tired for a reason so that's a different feeling than when you're just like dang I've been getting all this sleep and I'm still like ugh, I'm not making it um so I think I mentioned this a little earlier, but I think like mental fatigue is one of the like biggest spaces of being tired that we don't necessarily directly address um, when we talk about being tired. Um, for me, when I'm mentally fatigued, that's when it's kind of like, I'm just like, I, I notice I'm tired, but I, I haven't done much that day. And then I'll realize like, oh, I was really in my head today, for example. Um, mm-hmm. So this is where I would say like, days where you're kind of really overthinking or you know maybe worrying about something or whatever um I'll know that it's just mostly mental if I have not done much but I am just feeling so tired 
Yeah, that's, that's the same for me. It's so interesting. Like you could be laying on a couch, but if you're overthinking, you could be exhausted just because you're expending all of that mental energy. And I also notice, like on those days, I'm also more irritable. I don't really like want to do anything. Like even mm-hmm. things that I normally enjoy, like if I have attitude and I'm like mentally exhausted, I don't want to do anything. I just feel kind of like foggy. Mm-hmm. Like if you've ever, ever had a day where maybe you're not even overthinking, but like you get enough sleep, you get up, you have your coffee and you still just have this little fog or haze in your head mm-hmm. before you, you know, have meetings or tasks. Do you know this? Could mental fatigue equal like depression or could being depressed be like a form of mental fatigue? Do, is there a correlation there that you would know? Of? I, there, there is, uh, when I was doing research, so there were like mental fatigue could be a symptom of depression. So I would say like, if it was uh-huh. chronic, definitely something to talk to your primary care physician about or, <laughs> or your therapist. But if it's chronic, like that you are, you know, feeling yourself being exhausted and you're not doing anything and mm-hmm. you know, you're sleeping and maybe you're even exercising and stuff, but you just still feel really hazy and foggy. It very much could be a sign of anxiety or depression. Mm-hmm. A sign that you're doing too much in your head. Um, mm-hmm. And then so some ways I would say to beat mental fatigue then a lot of times is around like ways to get out of your head. And so sometimes that can be adding in more system and routine. So like throughout the day, if you're working on like with Pomodoro method, which we've talked about before, um, where you can work for 25, 30, whatever amount of minutes, then you take a five minute break, then you do that again. Um, And it's kind of a cycle that gets you into the space of like being active, like you know, physically, Mm -hmm. whether you're typing something uh, in a meeting, whatever, but it gets you out of the zone of just like, you're just there and in your head because you have to be doing things and then you take a break. Um, So I think that's a good way to maybe jumpstart yourself out of a mental fatigue. Yeah, the number one way um, that they were saying to get out of mental fatigue is to be in a meditative state. Mm -hmm. And to your point, that's anytime that you're fully present in your body. So it's not just sitting Mm -hmm. here like, oh, meditation but it could be you know crafting something with your hands maybe even doing the Mm -hmm. dishes like if you're fully like just there it's kind of hard to be you know in your head whenever you're physically present doing something so in addition to the breaks like adding a little meditation or meditative exercises throughout your day like whatever those little things might be Mm -hmm. could be very helpful for like mental fatigue yeah transcendental um meditation because you're um doing your chant over and over it's like that's the only thing you can really focus on so you don't have space to be thinking so there's times where you'll really get in the zone with something like that for example and you'll really realize like 15, 20 minutes later, you're like, oh, I I really feel refreshed. Like, that's the whole thing about TM is that they say, like, when you're done, like, you feel refreshed. So they say, like, for your afternoon session, don't do, you know, close to bedtime or whatever, because you'll be meditating. But then it's like, yeah, your mind kind of like wakes back up. Um, I have yet to really feel like that part of it. But also, it's gotten harder since I've kind of chilled on it. I haven't done it as regularly. So it's hard. I'm, I'm not even getting like as deep as I used to, you know, when I do meditate. So I think that's definitely a good reason to get back into it, because that really helps you to kind of center back into the present, like you were saying. Man, I, um, on Mondays and Thursdays I, are my busy days because I train clients mm-hmm. in the evening. And so between like my shift from like my, all my stuff I'm doing in the morning and all my activities, my workouts into like serving clients, I always have to have like a little meditation break. Like even if it's in my car, like I'll get there and I'm like, look, 10 minutes to myself, just breathe and do all that. And I be feeling mad refreshed. Like you said, Mm -hmm. is that like, oh, who was like a second wind a little Mm -hmm. bit um, to help me transition. And so I think 
like even like little like thinking about those breaks you know before you transition like from a meeting or into you know something mm-hmm. else or before you go to dinner so you can kind of breathe out whatever you're doing before it is probably mm-hmm. a helpful thing to help you you know feel a little bit more mentally refreshed mm-hmm. absolutely um, what's the next um area where you can be fatigued or tired <sighs> This one is near and dear to my heart because I've been here many a times. Emotional <laughs> fatigue. Uh, <laughs> as someone who has a lot of emotions, um, sometimes it can be exhausting and it's similar to being stuck in your head, but I would just say it's, uh, to me, it's like feeling more strongly. So let's say you get into a mm-hmm. fight with your partner after y'all go through it and you done went through that you know conversation again in your head and all the things you should have said and this. After that, I'd be so tired. Like I'm <laughs> exhausted after like, arguing with people after getting frustrated and having like my emotions flare up like I just feel like fatigue almost like a physical and a mental fatigue but I know it doesn't come from any of those things and so it's just like <sighs> kind of like I feel flattened like the little cartoons mm-hmm. after they get ran over by a steamroller mm-hmm. yeah and I think um I'm starting to identify with this a lot more because lately as I'm like feeling my emotions I'll speak more to them or I'll um, I'm learning to like sit with them a little bit more um, and so to your point it's kind of similar to like with mental uh, fatigue you might be in your mind more with emotional sometimes it is like tiring just processing that stuff um, kind of hard to actually even explain like how it feels but I mean, even just to think about how you know being aware of things like being the more aware you feel the more like it feels tiring because like I'm always paying attention to something instead of just like relaxing um but I think there is a point where sometimes you need to go through those times where you really are like really processing through or you might be in a space where you are like super super emotional um and then I would guess that the best thing to do in those times is to um mitigate it with like checking in with yourself um taking the time to yourself uh talking to a a therapist journaling like really sitting with your thoughts and sitting with the feelings maybe even more as you like process through them um this is one of the ones i would say like to work through it instead of it being kind of like um you know what's something i can do to like get away from it or try to avoid it or escape it Mm -hmm. absolutely and i think emotional fatigue is interesting because a lot of times we don't even give ourselves the space to feel our emotions. And we've already done mm-hmm. a whole episode on like how to actually feel your emotions, but they get stuck in our bodies and then they start to build up. So sometimes you might feel like crying and nothing happens. Like there's no mm-hmm. connection to why you're crying and it could be just a buildup of emotions. So one of the best ways is to really just check in with yourself. I'm like, oh, I'm sad. Anything happened? No, I'm just sad. Okay, process that sadness. Notice how it feels in your body. Cry, mm-hmm. let it out. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, keep it moving. If you want to journal or check in with a friend or even talk to a therapist, um, it's important to have those spaces where you can be vulnerable and be authentically yourself um, and actually, you know, share what's going on because mm-hmm. that buildup and whenever we're able to process our emotions or to share them with people um then they just start to build up Mm -hmm. um and how would you differentiate those emotional or being emotionally tired to spiritually tired because i feel like mental emotional spiritual is all getting real close together so so talk to us about spiritual spiritual like fatigue is more of a disconnect i would say it's um, like your ability to connect with your higher self or your 
you know, with God or with your community or with your purpose, like perhaps like something that is on a higher level. So it's like this deeper sense of like belonging, of love, acceptance and purpose. So it's probably in, in the same line as mental and emotional, but it's more about your connection to something outside of yourself. So if you've been feeling real disconnected just from the world that you're living in, that might be a sign that, you know, you are spiritually fatigued. How do you know when you're, when you're disconnected though? Um, not feeling connected on a spiritual or like in a grounded way? I would say like, if you, if there's like a longing, um, like to be more involved, if you're feeling a little bit detached from things you normally like feel really in sync with. Um, so mm -hmm. it's, the same process in emotional is like thinking is connecting with yourself, but just noticing like, oh man, I'm feeling really disconnected from like community. Normally I serve more and I give back and mm -hmm. I volunteer and I just haven't done that. And so I would say that's probably a way is if you're longing, like if you notice the sense of longing, if you're feeling detached or like you're not belonging, um, perhaps that could be one way. Mm -hmm. What are do you yeah. have any other ones or um, do you have any thoughts well, on that? What you're saying makes me think about um, when you find yourself, uh, what's the word, like retreating kind of, or like um, kind of like you don't want to spend time or like kind of don't feel the purpose in the work you're doing. Like everything feels kind of like you're just kind of going through motions. Um, I think that that maybe reflects to me a little bit in that space where it's like, okay, I just like, what's the point of everything? And like re- you know, just regrounding yourself into, you know, the world and your purpose, et cetera. Um, so I get that. And I think that that's almost when you're in that space where you feel disconnected like that, it, it's, I don't know if I feel as much tired as I just like, I don't feel energized or like, I don't feel, you know, like I'm moving with any gusto um, per se. So it's definitely like a kind of blah place to be for sure. Mm -hmm. And then I think, whenever you are feeling, and I think it's the same, I don't think it's necessarily like an exhausted feeling, but just blah, perhaps, like whenever you are feeling kind of blah or disconnected from things that normally excite you or from, um, you know, your purpose or the work you're doing, mm -hmm. uh, a couple ways, like adding prayer and meditation um, back into it, getting back consistent with those mm -hmm. spiritual practices that you know ground you. Um, and I would also say, like, go get involved in something that you care about. Go to a volunteer day. Go donate some stuff. Go talk to some people. Go be a part of, you know, this world, this vaster world that we live in. And I think that also helps remind us that, like, you know, we are one little tiny piece of this really big pie um, that we're living mm -hmm. in and just reconnecting with the world around us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you can also feel socially tired in a way where, um, whether that comes from being around folks too much, that's how I would read that. Um, uh, or maybe being like too connected and you just start to kind of like feel like you need to retreat in the same way where it's like, all right, I need me time. Um, is Can social be, be interpreted a different way? So um, I think social is just about knowing yourself. So sometimes like um, introverts, if they are around people too much, like it's exhausting to constantly mm -hmm. talk to people. Whereas sometimes extroverts, if they haven't talked to people like in the panini, they were struggling because mm -hmm. they need that like human connection. That's kind of what energizes them. And ambiverts are, you know, a little bit of both. Like maybe they only like being around certain people and, and that. So I mm -hmm. think it's just really noticing whenever you aren't doing what's in alignment for mm -hmm. how you get energized and then noticing like, oh man, I feel really down or sad or I feel, you know, drained like I've been overexerting too much effort um mm -hmm. like feeling alone feeling attached like those are all signs that you might be 
like socially exhausted. Mm-hmm. Or so I guess that's why as an introvert, that's why I took it the way that I did. Cause I'm like, yeah, you get drained after, you know, being in meetings all day or having to talk to people um, at get togethers or whatever. And it's like, all right, I'm, you know, your meter is getting low. Um, and then you know what you need to do. But to your point on the other side, if you've been at home by yourself or not being social and you may be feeling drained and maybe you need to be around some folks to get your energy um, back up. So show up, be present in whichever way uh, fits for you um, as far as your energy and you feeling um, like you're not getting fatigued by your social situations. Mm-hmm. I think that that's huge. Um, and it, it doesn't even have, if you're an introvert and you're like, look, I'm good not being around people. That mm-hmm. could also be like, you know, you have activities and stuff that you do to keep yourself mm-hmm. energized that maybe don't, ain't got shit to do with nobody else. Like going to do ceramics or whatever, make sure that you're still showing up for those things that you care about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One I thought, one type of exhaustion I thought was interesting. And it's like, we've talked a little bit about it, but I haven't ever just like put the words together was like sensory exhaustion. Mm-hmm. So when your senses are overwhelmed, and I was like, mm-hmm. wow, I, I'm, we talk about, you know, man, like after a long day on the computer, I'm like, man, my eyes are tired. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'd be yeah. tired of listening to music or talking, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, but actually thinking about, wow, this is a type of rest and a type of exhaustion that we all know kind of exists, but I don't think I've ever really put those words together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I, like you said, I think about it with like phone, computer all day. Um, but to your point, also, there is some days where you're just like, I don't even really listen to music as much. Or I noticed recently that gone through like a few months where I was like, I don't, I haven't been listening to anything. And and usually I'll just always have something playing. Um, but also it felt like that's what I needed at the time. Um, so perhaps with sensory, it's like, you know, how can you give yourself a break from everything? Um, one of my friends the other day was talking about, have I ever been to, I forgot the name of the place. Uh, one of these places where they put you like in a dark room so you can't see you can't hear anything it's supposed to be like I think it's like an oxygen tank sensory deprivation thing oh okay. um yeah but but I was like oh this sounds interesting like, and I imagine I'd probably go crazy in there because you know it's probably just like you feel like you're just floating and it's just you and your brain um Yo, flown but are I'm so sure cool. yeah I'm sure there's like ways to like take breaks from all the things sometimes have a day where you're not talking or have a day where you're like away or you go hiking or you know do what you need to do um to kind of get away from all the tech sometimes and just overwhelming yourself you know and it's so funny I didn't even think about that but I've done a float tank before um Mm -hmm. one of my classes it was so cool it was so cool so they put you in this war is this water that's your body temperature mm. and it has enough salt that you float so it's like you literally can't even feel the water around you you can't mm-hmm. see anything so you're supposed to just like it it does kind of feel like you're in outer space essentially or you're just kind of floating in your head um one of our teachers gave that to us as a challenge he was like for more extroverted people or people who like being around people are like y'all are gonna go do this float tank for introverts mm-hmm. y'all are gonna go hang out with people and do this other stuff and it was, it was really cool because you're in there like, oh, this is cool. And it's like, oh, damn, I'm really just in here like by myself. Like, where am I? What's happening? Was right it now? dark though? Or yeah, this it was, was you, can't, oh. you couldn't see anything. Like you, none of your senses, you couldn't see anything. You couldn't smell mm-hmm. anything. Your body couldn't even sense the water or the temperature because it's the exact same temperature uh-huh. as your skin. And you're floating. Yeah, it feels you're not, weird. Yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. So if y'all haven't done a, a float tank, um, definitely try it. Don't get salt in your eyes like I did because that was a whole <laughs> terrible experience afterwards. Um, but 
things like that can be cool too if you really feel like man I'm just you know overwhelmed I want to get away and really try to be with myself um Mm. could be a really cool thing to do I totally Mm. forgot about those yeah that's a very interesting way to like you know step out of that another one is um Vipassana which is like it's a 10-day retreat technically that you don't talk you don't have your phone you don't do stuff that's a little extreme for today's society unless you're able to just get away for 10 days and not talk but it might be cool to your point to have a day where you don't talk Mm -hmm. or a day where you're not on your phone or a day where you just change up you know what you're doing so that might be another cool way to disconnect and reconnect with yourself yeah yeah and see if you feel like you're a little bit more rejuvenated after taking a little bit of a break um, and I think with a lot of these things too, not just sensory, but um, also, you know, it's easy to think about taking a day, three days off and like doing things. But I like to think about how you can incorporate in a little bit into each day. Um, so even if it's like, you know, before a certain time, you're not going to hop on your phone or your laptop or whatever, or towards your end of the day routine, um, you know, with all of these things, right, you can kind of think about which of these areas you tend to get more tired and now like how can you just do little tweaks throughout your day um, just to be able to get a little bit more rest um, and feel a little bit better. Um, This last one um, I identify with a lot so you definitely need creative rest or like rest so you can feel more creative. you know, sometimes, and, and again, these all like compound upon each other, because sometimes if you just, whether you're physically tired, mentally, emotionally, whatever, I feel like it also kind of bogs down your creativity. Um, mm-hmm. And it's really like the more present you are and the more, the less you kind of have on your mind, it feels like that's when like ideas actually come to you. And so you may be struggling um, and need more creative rest when you're feeling stuck, uninspired, Um, If you're finding it harder to generate like new ideas and solutions, I felt like that kind of recently where I was like, man, do I need to do something to like re-spark my brain? Um, But I ended up just hiring some other people who can (laughs) think for me instead. (laughs) But because also sometimes you're like, all right, I'm, you know, sometimes you need fresh blood and fresh ideas. Mm -hmm. Um, But for sure, it's like, I, you know, I need to, I want to get back into brainstorming a little bit more and, and having that time to like exercise I think you have to exercise that um but after a while like you really do you can be fatigued so um what are some things that we can do if we might need some more creative rest so one I think is if you can and you're not on a deadline is to try to take off your requirement like I want to have you know this solved by the end of today Mm -hmm. well maybe you know forcing yourself or trying to force yourself with deadlines is like limiting your creativity I identify with that because Anytime, like, I'm more of a, like, oh, man, I get creative verse and it's all this. I need to build up that muscle so I can use it whenever I want to. But it's harder for me when I put deadlines on myself. So mm-hmm. try to, like, take off the the parameters that you're trying to fit your creativity into. Creativity is not very good about being shoved into boxes. Um, that kind of defeats mm-hmm. the point of it. And another important one is that doing, like, taking breaks, uh, taking, like, going new places, like, doing things that you don't normally do, it gives you an opportunity to be inspired, because so often our days kind of can get monotonous, and we're doing the same thing, so there's no, any type of stimuli to, like, you know, plant that creative seed to help you, you know, get out of that creative rut, or that exhaustion that you've been in, so kind of Mm -hmm. mixing up your routine, trying to do something different, going to a new place, and looking at some beautiful art, or some plants, or flowers, or something that might Mm -hmm. stimulate you. Mm-hmm. But Carly, so here's the thing though, right? I think that 
sometimes you might be thinking that, right? Like I might be like, man, I, I want to feel a little bit more creative or I'm not feeling as creative as I used to. And, um, oh, here's a good idea. Let me see. There might be museums I can go to this or that. But at the same time, it's also like, man, but I just feel too tired. Like, I just don't even want to do that. You know, like, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to plan. I don't want to, you know, try to figure it out. I just want to not be as tired. Um, what do you do? Like when you feel like that, where it's like, it you're tired beyond like really getting to like solutions or or wanting to move into that space i think you can just let yourself be um because mm -hmm. much like you're trying to force deadlines anytime i try to force myself to do anything it doesn't work and mm -hmm. most of the time when your body is that exhausted whether it be any of these types of exhaustion physical mental emotional social spiritual sensory whatever is going on sometimes you just need to let yourself be and in the absence of trying to fix things the solutions always come up like you just have to stop trying to force it so whether you're trying to force yourself to get out to go be inspired just kind of mm -hmm. chill for a little bit let yourself take the nap let yourself relax let yourself do nothing and then inevitably those things will start to come but I think you know the pressure we put on ourselves to do all these things also makes us tired and so just yeah. allowing yourself to be and thinking about just like ways you can build in little steps in your day so this a lot of these are like go to a full tank go to a museum it's like okay you don't have to do all that but like think mm -hmm. about how you can you know really serve yourself and get these moments of rest uh with yourself each and every day we just talked about routines so see what things you can bring into your routine similar to you i'm going to take time this week to see kind of where i might feel more exhausted i know yesterday mm -hmm. today sunday so y'all gonna get this on monday but on saturday i was teaching um, you know, I ran a workshop with Lala at Thrive for helping people, you know, mm -hmm. setting visions and building routines and affirmations and all that. And when I got home, I was done. Like I physically, emotionally, like couldn't do anything. And Lala called me, she said, dog, are you tired? I was like, I can't get up off my couch right now. She's like, yeah, it's <laughs> different when you're like pouring into people. And uh -huh. so even thinking about, you know, whether you're some type of boss or leader or manager and, you know, you're pouring into people you're working with or you're teaching, like how much energy you're exerting into others, like mm -hmm. noticing when you're exhausted there. Last thought is also in detoxing, um, our bodies can be exhausted because there's a buildup like physically of like things that it needs to clear out or toxins and different stuff. But also even in our lives, like all the other mm -hmm. things that you're letting like yourself listen to, watch, be around, the people you're being around, the energy you're consuming, like it all matters. And so, you know, whenever you take the time to detox off of that stuff, you might naturally feel your energy start to boost up. Um, so also just thinking about not what all can you do, but maybe also what can you cut out to help yourself be able to rest a little better. Yeah, that's big because a lot of the things are things to cut out for sure. Um, we are on the cusp of February, my favorite <laughs> month personally. Um, I love everything about February, especially being in LA, so don't, not even in the cold anymore. But we have Black History Month programming for you. Um, to all of our listeners, we we know like we've been doing a lot of um, talking ourselves the last quite a few episodes. Uh, we've had a couple of guests though. And so for Black History Month, we wanted to make sure that we were talking to a different expert each week that is in the community, um, whether it's around mental health, business, um, sex and relationships, et cetera. Um, so we're really excited about the next set of interviews and guests that we brought to the couch for you all. Um, we're definitely going to do our best to like promote them each time and make sure you, you know, hear them out, learn from them, because we definitely got a lot of gems from the different folks that we spoke to uh, for this month. And we really wanted to celebrate our, um, 
black community um, with the people that we're talking to. So we're excited about that. Um, and we hope you enjoy the next few episodes. Yeah, super excited. I'm so hyped. Can't wait. And some of the <laughs> topics, actually, a lot of the topics are things that y'all have asked about or shown uh-huh. interest in. And, you know, we can't always be just us talking. So glad that we were able to bring in such amazing people for you. Um, right. I'm, I'm super, super hyped. But uh, this question of the week is, Alexia, in which category will you get more rest this week? Um, I'm going to do the spiritual focus. I think sometimes it's like a, a bigger disconnect outside of just like feeling tired because I definitely get a lot of sleep um, every night for the most part. But um, a way more meditation for sure. I think that's going to be the biggest key and just a lot of things get my act together. Um, more meditation, which will put me, you know how like you do REM for sleep, but there's something else, some stage we get to in Transcendental that mm-hmm. I just need to practice it more to be able to get back to that space. Um, that's where I want to focus for sure. What about you? I am going to do creative um, rest mm-hmm. this week, but I'm challenging myself instead of like these big things, like going, you know, to a museum and stuff, which is cool. Mm-hmm. I love museums. They're great. I'm going to see what things around me and in my space I can do with like little to no effort so that I can start to build that into my routine so I can keep that creative muscle getting stronger. Mm -hmm. Creative can probably be like cooking something new or like, you know, just little things like that too. Drawing, picking up some pens, try to sketch something in front of you. Mm -hmm. Um, So to your point, yeah, it doesn't have to be wild, but also I think to something you said earlier, you know, you can start doing something and just like, you don't have to force it either. Like if you're like, yeah, this isn't really, I'm over it or, you know, I'm tired or this isn't it. And then like, let's move and figure out which, you know, other space we might can try to do something in and maybe feel refreshed. Um, so I'm going to start with spiritual. You've got creative. And for those listening, let us know in what space you're going to try to get some more rest this week. Interested in hearing your thoughts on that. Um, and we're excited for you to get into our next few episodes and interviews as we celebrate Black History Month. So thank y'all for tuning in and we will see y'all next week. Yeah! Peace. <laughs>